etinogestrel and ethanol estradiol intravaginal drug delivery system. It's a bit of a confusing tongue twister, so most people just call it the Nuva Ring. Today, Hannah asks Renee all your burning questions about this slightly less common form of contraception. Burning, really? Hi guys, today we are discussing the contraceptive vaginal ring, which is also known as the Nuva Ring. And it's exactly what it sounds like. It's a ring-shaped device that's inserted inside the vagina to prevent pregnancy. The Nuvering is a form of hormonal contraception and it contains two hormones, estrogen and progesterone. It works in a really similar way to the combined pill. The main way that the Nuvering prevents pregnancy is by inhibiting ovulation, which is the release of an egg from the ovary each cycle. If no egg is released, there is nothing for sperm to fertilize so pregnancy cannot occur. However, it also makes the cervical mucus thicker. If you've listened to the first episode in the series, we talk a lot about the normal changes in cervical mucus throughout the menstrual cycle. When you use Nuvering, your cervix tends to maintain the thicker cervical mucus so that sperm can't penetrate through, and so, again, pregnancy cannot occur, so it works in two different ways. To discuss the Nuvering in more detail, I'm joined by Renee. Welcome, Renee. Hello. Thanks for being here. You're welcome. So, I like my listeners just to get a bit of a vibe for who my guests are. Can you just tell us a bit about yourself? Um, I'm a nurse. I have a background in paediatrics and, yeah, just here to share my experience today. Nice. And you're a Sydney gal? Yes, originally from Queensland. Oh, um, I didn't But know I've been that. here for a long time now, so right. I call myself a local. Nice. So. And... So just more context, I guess, for mm. our listeners. You're really good friends with my brother and his wife, Mel. Yes, I am. I wanted to just give Mel a little shout out, right? So we really should. It would be there. It would be there. <laughs> It'd be rude not the right thing. Sorry we're hanging out without you, Mel. <laughs> um, but like literally every time I post on Instagram, like, oh, does anyone use the Nuvering or does anyone do this or that? Literally within five minutes, Mel will send me a message being like, Han, I've got you sorted. I've found someone for you. <laughs> she's here. She's, yeah. She's pretty much my my producer at this point. So <laughs> shout out to Mel. Love Yay, your work. Mel. <laughs> I just want to start with a disclaimer. So Renee's not here to encourage anyone to use Nuvering or to discourage anyone to use Nuvering. She's basically just here to chat about her personal experience. So just keep in mind that her experience may not reflect that of you or anyone else who uses the Nuvering. It's just to get, yeah, that personal kind of touch because I've never used it. So oh. I can't really provide that information. So can we start super basic? Mm. How did you get to the point where you were like, Hmm. To, to avoid pregnancy, I'm going to put a five centimetre ring inside my vagina every four weeks. <laughs> well, I had used the pill, like the oral contraceptive pill, for probably 10 or 11 years, 12 years, mm-hmm. and just sort of wanted to try something different. I'd had a year, I'd actually, I'd had four years off where I was using the Billings method and mm. very successfully, actually, yep. and condoms, and wanted to use something a bit more reliable because I was not no longer in a um, serious relationship yep. and I just wanted something that was less invasive than an IUD mm-hmm. but not not the pill so I thought yep. I'll, and I had a like a really great GP at the time who unfortunately has moved to um, um, the south coast but I'd just gone to talk to her and I said look I've, I've read about this what do you think should I try it she was like yeah absolutely give it a go awesome was there, I guess, was it just about that trying something different or was there, were you having any problems with the pill that made you want to um, finish using that? Or? I Yeah, I just wanted to try something different. I guess 
I'd used maybe two different brands and then I actually used another one after the NuvaRing, which I um, had a really good experience with, um, yep. really low side effects and things. So prior to, you know, obviously I hadn't tried that brand before. But yeah, the other ones I sort of hadn't had, a, you know, there wasn't heaps of side effects, but I just, yeah, wanted to try something different. And I yep. thought, God, there's so much stuff out there. Yeah. Might as well give it a go. Yeah. Nice. And being a nurse, were you doing shift work when you were using the NuvaRing? Yep. Yeah. Um, so yeah, 12 hour shifts. Okay. Um, Full time. And so. would you do like night shifts and day shifts or? Yes. Yeah. 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 So did that, in terms of obviously using the NuvaRing, was that easier than using a pill at the same time every day or did you not really notice um, it, a big I, difference? I don't think I really noticed it. I think with the pill I kept it literally on the bedside table or where my toothbrush was. So, yep. you know, I took it, tried to take it, you know, at the same time every day. But, yeah, I had I actually had like a calendar alert on my phone. Um, so I could remember to change the NuvaRing. Yeah, yeah okay. So. That was going to be one of my oh. other questions because <laughs> I feel like – yeah, in a lot of ways we think the NuvaRing's maybe better because you don't have to remember something every day. But then I'm like, if it's only something you've got to remember to do once a month, mm. probably you're going to be less reliable at remembering. Yeah, yeah absolutely. And I yeah. feel like I've got reminders for everything yeah. in my life. So I was like, oh, well, here's another one. Just add one in. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so I guess that's from a medical point of view at least one of the things that we recommend NuvaRing for is like if people – like if their shift times change a lot, obviously it's more difficult to take a pill at the same time every day for some people. Mm. If you travel or changing time zones, it can be really confusing with the pill. So again, the NuvaRing's maybe better for some people in that setting. Did you ever use the NuvaRing to like manipulate your menstrual cycle, like skip periods or anything like that? Um, no, I, I've never really had too many issues. So I didn't need it for lighter cycle, lighter flow or anything like that um and I actually don't think I skipped I I obviously skipped I'd had you had skipped the my period with the pill in the past but um didn't use the NuvaRing to skip it yeah okay yeah yeah I guess that's that's one of the other advantages we kind of let people know about because in a similar way to skipping the sugar pills on the pill Mm. you can also run NuvaRings together like Mm. back to back and I think a lot of people don't know that and that might be one reason why people prefer not to use it too so yeah and I think there's still the um the myth where you must bleed yeah between you know the pill or whatever you do so I think um that's so interesting actually because it was I think when contraceptives first came on the market it was kind of one of the ways they made it more acceptable to like conservative society mm. at the time was like yeah, you know exactly don't worry they're still having a period even yeah. though it's not a period yeah exactly <laughs> but yeah yeah interesting and I guess just while we're touching on why you started using it another thing that some people do like about NuvaRing is that it has a lower dose of estrogen than most of the oral pills so even though they work in a really similar way yeah obviously we're always trying to use the lowest dose of any medication if we can Um, Just a caveat to that, though, which I find really interesting, even though the estrogen content is lower in the NuvaRing, they haven't actually been able to demonstrate in any studies that the side effect profile is any better or that it's any safer. Isn't that interesting? Yeah. So, And I don't know if it has a bit of a placebo effect because a lot of people think, oh, like I'm on the NuvaRing, so I've got this really low dose Mm. (laughs) hormone. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, yeah, partly true, but yeah. (laughs) Anyway, just a little side note. Now, in terms of like, I guess, the practicalities of using the NuvaRing, can you like just explain how you put it in, how you take it out? Well, you just kind of, you kind of, um, I guess, bend it in half, squish it down and then just stick it in. 
and then and when you take it out, you just kind of fish around a bit and (laughs) grab it and pull it out. So I guess if anyone's ever yeah, if anyone's ever put in a tampon and the strings come off or something, it's kind of it's it's easier to get out than that. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Because they always again, I've not used it, but. I always tell people like you you meant to the product information says so that mm. you meant to like hook a finger around yep, it and, and just pull it out. But I think people I, there's a lot of women who still haven't actually seen or touched their own cervix. So I think yeah. a lot of people think things go in and get lost up there. Yeah. And there's actually not that much room for no, anything to not get at lost. All. So nothing it's a finite learn. space, yeah. isn't it? Exactly. <laughs> so you mentioned you had a method of remembering how to yeah. change what like the timing of yeah. changing it. It was just a, a calendar alert, like a yeah. Alarm. Type so, would thing. you have one to take it out and another one a week later to put the next one yeah. in? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Very organised. I feel like I would stuff up this. <laughs> well, I kind sure. of did, but anyway, we'll, get, we'll touch on that later. <laughs> Talk about that later. <laughs> so, part of the other advice that I give to patients who I start on the nuvering, uh, I tell them to check that it's in place because I guess there is that risk that it could fall out or come out. Yeah. Not super common, but. Yeah possible yeah, yeah did you have like a routine of checking that it was in or not really uh i can't remember i think i sort of put it in made i guess made sure it was there and then i don't know carried don't on with I, your life yeah just carried on <laughs> yeah keep nice. calm and carry on yeah and so i it's funny because i give all this advice to people and i never know what what people go home yeah what they actually do (laughs) when they go home so I'm always like you know once a day it's probably good just to check it's there and ideally before and after sex yeah I think definitely before and after sex but I think after at the time CrossFit became really popular I was doing some CrossFit (laughs) and um squats all day yeah if I was doing something really active like that or sex I'd I would check but I don't I don't remember actually regularly checking yeah so okay but I know that it never fell out never kind of just went missing. Or yeah, I guess like you'd that. find out when you went to take it out. And you're That's like, right. Where oh, is where's it? it gone? <laughs> this is awkward. <laughs> and did you ever like, so obviously you, you meant to put it in and it stays in for three weeks. Did you, were there ever the times where you would take it out before it was due, I don't know, to, ch- to clean it or have a break from it or anything like um, that? I don't, don't think so. I don't think, I think I just was trying to use it properly and yeah leave it in yeah so so again it's funny because i i'm always like so you should put this in leave it in for three weeks (laughs) leave it alone don't like just forget about it also i just got it i didn't want to constantly keep putting my hands in there yeah i guess you know yeah, I just wanted totally to let, let it do its thing. <laughs> yeah, it's probably wise. But yeah. yeah, so at in my job, I see a lot of people who do sex work mm. and a lot of them tell me that they take it out when they have sex with clients because mm. some of them report that they can feel it during sex and stuff, stuff like yeah. that. I don't – I think – I just think I – no one ever – like no partners ever said they could feel it and yep. I don't think I really cared if they could yeah to be honest <laughs> doesn't bother me so yeah so not my problem yeah but yeah I don't think I ever took it out like for that either like, again not my problem yeah you know, so. yeah yeah it's interesting because um yeah quite a few people tell me that they do that they take it out and then they just rinse it and put it back in but I would say that's kind of tempting fate a bit <laughs> yeah forgetting or losing yeah. it or yeah. like you know Getting it dirty or yeah. yeah, or not dirty, but you know what I mean, like yeah, just leaving it around. 
Yeah. And in general, like there's some very specific instructions about what to do if it does come out early, either because you've taken it out or if it falls out. In general, if it's less than three hours, you can just pop it back in and it will continue to do its job. But I'll just exp- I'll explain a bit later what you do if it's been out for a long time and you may not have realised or forgotten to put it back in. Because, um, yeah, there is, as we'll discuss too, a, a high potential failure rate of the NuvaRing. Now, when you were using the NuvaRing, did you have any side effects from it? Not that I, nothing that really stuck, stuck out. Nothing okay. that I can remember. Yeah, I think I just lived my life. Yeah. And was, yeah. <laughs> That's cute. I, I know that amongst my friends, I knew no one else who had used it. Yeah. Um, so I certainly couldn't compare notes or, mm. um, yeah. Yeah, I think, yeah, it's it's not a super popular contraceptive. Mm. And I think to what your friends and even like sisters, mum use, that kind of stuff really influences what people choose as well. Absolutely. Yeah. And Absolutely. we see that in like the trends of contraception worldwide, like IUDs tend to be yep. more popular in other countries than they are here. Whereas in Australia, mm. the pill remains really popular. And I think a lot of it is that like social influence about what other people Absolutely. Are using. And I think also just talking about it as well yeah so, yeah yeah because I, I would um I still would consider using an IUD but I think at the time I was just like uh, maybe something less invasive and yeah and that's kind of I guess why I chose that yeah and you can take it out yourself whereas exactly. an IUD you've got to like go exactly yeah. exactly um just on the I guess the topic of side effects some of the common stuff that we warn people about is that you can get spotting so some unscheduled light bleeding between the scheduled periods uh, quite a few people do experience some tender, like breast tenderness, nausea, bloating and headaches. They're kind of the common things, but we do generally see that they improve with time. So if you can persist with the NuvaRing in general, a lot of people will find that that settles down. Did you notice any change with skin? Um, yes, I. so my skin improved slightly. Um, I had, I guess, like a like a hormonal type acne. I had um, at, say, 16 and 17, went on the pill back then to improve it and then you know was on the pill for 10 11 years and decided well you know yeah. I need a break and that's when I did the four years of Billings method and mm-hmm. had a break and then um but yeah so I think I, I did notice um yeah a slight, yeah yeah better. that's interesting there's kind of mixed reports in general our expectation is that acne will improve mm. some people do report that their acne actually gets worse, worse. or stays the same so <laughs> I probably I probably would have um, stopped using it if my skin had got worse yeah so yeah. it's a really common um I guess obviously undesirable side effect that yes. people are really yes. aware of mm. obviously there's other reasons people can can get acne but they haven't been able to demonstrate from research that Nuvering directly causes acne. So I would be in general reassured by that, knowing that there can be some individual variation. Have you heard of melasma? Did yes. You, yeah. Yes. Did you, you didn't get that? No, I, no, I didn't. Um, I'm not um, a super sun worshiper anyway yeah. um, because I burn. I only <laughs> yes. have two colors, red and white. So, and I do wear a hat, like keep my face out of the sun anyway. Yeah. Um, and even all, the, all those years of being on the pill, I didn't really get any melasma. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay. So just for people who don't know, melasma, it's a really common skin condition where there's – so the melanocytes, which are the stuff that makes dark pigment in the skin, they're kind of hyperfunction. So you get these grey-brown patches of skin and it tends to be in areas that are exposed to the sun. But young reproductive age women are kind of the demographic that it happens most in and we particularly see it with combined hormonal contraceptives so both the NuvaRing and the 
oral contraceptive pill can cause it. Um, and it tends to have kind of like a, a relapsing nature, so you can get rid of it, but it, it can come and go a bit. I'm not a dermatologist and I don't manage these <laughs> issues, but just while we're touching on side effects, I just thought I would mention it. But again, it's not it's not like everyone gets it. It's just something that we, we generally warn people about. Now, in terms of – so someone wrote in a question asking about if you – experienced any change in your discharge or if I think they specifically asked if you got thrush but okay I guess no I don't um no I didn't not not from using not not any different to normal um I probably I would say yes uh, that was a no to thrush but a yes to probably a little bit more discharge okay so like noticeable but not not unmanageable yeah and um yeah and not something that made life difficult or um you know not yeah. enough to make you stop using the no. ring or anything like no. that. Yeah. Um, so I kind of had a little bit of a look at the research with this too. Um, and I can, from what I could tell, about 10% of people do report an increase in vaginal discharge. So it wouldn't be super unusual to get mm. that. Mm. There's no evidence that the Nuva ring makes you more likely to get thrush no so or, and I think that's sort of why I, I didn't constantly touch it all the time yeah. and check it was there because I thought oh my god I'll just increase my chances then yeah so. yeah interestingly the the new hearing is potentially protective against getting bacterial vaginosis so oh really almost the exact opposite you know it's potentially yeah protective against bv not known to cause thrush but you might get an increase in kind of like a normally yeah. discharge yeah, I guess yeah, yeah. another thing a lot of women are really concerned about with any hormonal contraception is what impact it will have on like libido or sex drive. I, Did you I don't that think, no, I, I didn't notice at all. I, I, mm. I actually really enjoyed using yeah. it. I just, <laughs> it sounds like you like had the perfect experience. <laughs> yes. It was just like, you know, minimal side effects and yeah, it was yeah, good. It's good. So. Yeah. So I, I was looking actually at this study in Italy and they did like a, a massive cohort study just in regards to how acceptable Nuvering was to a whole bunch of women. And they showed that about 2% of people, out, yeah, about 2% of people stopped using it because of the impact on libido. So people felt mm. like they had less of a sex drive, but it was a very small percentage and it wasn't well controlled for. So they didn't really look at potentially other reasons why yeah. people might have a yeah, low yeah. libido as well. So obviously yeah. mood, lots of other medications. Yeah. Other medications, what your life is like, if you're stressed, if you have depression, you know, there's so many reasons. So I wouldn't quote that as like a definitive percentage, but I would say, yeah, there's not a really clear causation between nuvering and decreased libido but again you know everyone's different and yeah if you absolutely it, it might be worth trying something else hmm. the big uh ticket item on the side effects side effects list i guess is clots uh, <laughs> i'm sure you would have mentioned this if you'd be yeah. like yes i got a massive dvt when I was <laughs> yes no probably would um, have that is a no that. to dvts yeah <laughs> So, again, this is one of just the really important ones that we warn people about. The NuvaRing does increase the risk of clotting. So that is clots in the veins, which are things like DVTs or clots in the lung. But we do know that that, the overall actual risk of clotting remains low. So even though it's increased from baseline, it actually remains overall low. So about 3 to 12 cases per 10,000 women years. So it's not a high load and 
in fact, we know that the risk of these clots is actually higher in pregnancy. So mm. <laughs> that helps put it into perspective, I yeah. guess, a bit. But yeah, certainly if you've had clots in the past or if you've had strokes or heart attacks or, you know, any of these things, we would not be putting you on it because that would make your risk even higher. How did you, so other than side effects, were there, was there anything else that sort of bothered you about the Nuva ring or any disadvantages, anything that um, you didn't like? It, no, I mean, it's, it's more expensive than your standard pill. Mm. Although, again, like the prices of pills do range. You know, you can get like, you know, 10 yeah. bucks up to 80 bucks sort yeah. of thing. Um, Just on that, sorry, the reason it, it's not subsidised on the PDS. Yeah. So it, co- it does cost about 35 bucks yep. or 38 bucks a ring, right? Yeah. So yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think it was, yeah, so 90 About a dollar a day. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Um, but I guess it wasn't, that wasn't an issue for me going mm. into it because I, you know, had, had used expensive pills in the past and yep. whatever. So, um, and then went on to use an expensive pill. So it wasn't it wasn't an issue. Yep. No, I I can't really think of any other disadvantages um, that I, or or anything that I had with it. Yeah. And so, how long did you use NuvaRing for? Um, I want to say it wasn't I wasn't for very long. Probably four months. Four months. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. And do you mind if I ask why you stopped using it? I actually fell pregnant. So I don't know what I did. Yeah. I don't know whether I put it in too late or or I'm, I just can't work it out. And I feel yeah. – and so it was quite a shock. I was like, oh, my God. Mm. So I like – because, I, you know, I, I had the alarms on. I did everything that I thought. And also kind of having background in health thought I couldn't really stuff that up. Yeah. But, yeah, so I don't know whether I just left it – too long like you know the seven days maybe it was you know maybe I forgot it but I can't quite pinpoint what I did it was only four months so yeah but yeah so that was that was the only negative I can find in it so yeah and so obviously having a pregnancy on one type of contraception you Mm. would look for something different well I think I just I didn't really I didn't trust myself it wasn't the product I thought I'd done something wrong and um that's what and obviously that's how that had happened so that's why I went back to using the pill again only because I'd successfully used the pill for say you know however many years and not fallen pregnant successfully used the billings or reverse billings method and thought oh my gosh how have I done this yeah it's crazy (laughs) you kind of like the billings reverse billings is kind of like the Higher risk, very high risk. I know, so I didn't think I did too badly actually. But, um, but yeah, so that and yeah, so I still I would still use the Nuvering now. Like if I um, just you know wanted to change my contraception, I would still use it. Obviously, at the time, I was like, yeah, no, probably not going to use that. Yeah, fair enough. (laughs) Try something else. Yeah, yeah. And it's interesting. I mean, that you mentioned that obviously because that's a really significant experience Mm -hmm. for you. And the, the research about how effective the NuvaRing is actually kind of does support this. Like mm. we know that in theory it's about 99% effective. Yep. But what they do in most research studies with contraception is they look at with perfect use how good it is and then with typical use because obviously life happens. And yes, yeah. In a very sterile study environment you might behave one way but when you're actually mm. using it in Doing the real life. world, yeah, yeah, yeah. when – you know, thing, you know, it might fall out after sex. You might yep. take it out and forget you took it out. Yep. And, you know, you yeah, might yeah. change it an hour or two late yeah, or a yeah. day or two late, you yeah, know. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, just so people know, 
that is one of the bigger disadvantages with the Nuva ring is that we know in a real life context, it the efficacy of it falls to about 91%. So it's a significant difference between obviously the perfect use being 99%. I just wanted to quickly mention there are a few contraindications for the Nuvering. So that's basically if you have these things, you definitely shouldn't go on it. Or, well, highly likely you shouldn't go on it, but talk to your doctor and they'll probably tell you not to go on it. <laughs> so things, as I mentioned before, if you've had clots in the past, if, you've known, if, you, if you're known to have a disorder that predisposes you to having clots, so even if you've not had one, but some people have blood disorders that make them higher risk anyway, uh, if you get migraine, particularly with aura or with neurological symptoms, people with like advanced diabetes or pancreatitis in some situations, if it's caused by a cholesterol trigger uh, and people with severe liver disease, if you've got undiagnosed abnormal vaginal bleeding, obviously if you have a known or suspected pregnancy, uh, and obviously if you have any allergies to the contents. So they're the kind of main reasons that we would say, no, you can't have this. Uh, but as, as always, we, we would encourage you to have a specific conversation with your own doctor or nurse about what's appropriate for you. Alrighty, so we might move on to some questions from Instagram. Our wonderful followers have asked. So so this one just says, I use Nuvering and once I got the dates wrong and left it in a week longer than I should have. I just took it out, had a period and didn't have sex. Is this correct? <laughs> so again, we kind of, you've got to be pretty specific, I guess, when it comes to what you mean by leaving it in for a week longer. But as I said before, there's quite specific advice about what you do. So if it's been in for under four weeks so you put it in when it's due you meant to take it out at three weeks but say you notice at three weeks and a couple of days it's actually not a problem you can just take it out when you remember but importantly you don't have a whole week's break then you put the next one in a few days later when it would have been due to go in anyway but you don't need any mm. additional contraception in that situation the, I guess, alternative is if it's been in for over four weeks so obviously you're meant to take it out at week three it gets to week four, you still forget. And then maybe it's a few days after that. If you're in that situation, obviously you remove the ring that's in as soon as you realize. Um, you should consider taking some emergency contraception if you've had sex in the past five days because you won't have been having the contraceptive effect past the four-week mark. Uh, and then depending on which emergency contraception you use there is a few extra rules around that but I don't want to go into too much detail <laughs> bog everyone down now Renee did you this question just says what do you do if the ring falls out do you need to buy a new one has that ever did that ever happen to you no but if I think they come in packs of three anyway so yeah. I mean if it fell out and fell on the ground <laughs> yes. you could just put another one in. whack a new one yeah. in. a clean one yeah preferably. exactly yeah um, so I guess depending on where it goes. If yeah, it's and depending somewhere. on what time in those three weeks it does fall out too. Yeah. So if it's, only, if it's towards the end of those three weeks, just leave it out, I guess, and to have your period and go again. Yeah. So the only, yeah, caveat being if, you, yeah, if you're having sex around those couple of days yeah. before it falls out. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah. I guess if it falls somewhere that's not particularly dirty, you can rinse it rinse off it and, and reinsert it. Yeah, it's yeah. not like you definitely can't do that but obviously maybe if it falls yeah. in the toilet or yes, something don't you don't push want to it out. yeah 
Um, this question just says, is it awkward and gross to use? Look, it's no more. I think using a tampon or a menstrual cup would be more gross yeah. than this. This mm. is not gross. Yeah. yeah. And just on the topic of tampons and menstrual cups, a lot of people I know who use the Nuva Ring, when they take it out, their period starts a couple of days later, mm. but often it's still going when it's yeah. due to be reinserted. How yeah. did you manage your bleeding when you were due I would to put just, it back in? I just used a tampon and sometimes it would get caught on the tampon when you pull it out, but yeah. I would then just put it back in. Yeah, okay. So um, it didn't bother yeah, you much. No, it didn't bother. And then, you know, then it gets so light you just use a liner. Yeah. So, yeah. Cool. And <laughs> did it ever get lost inside you? No, it did not. <laughs> that is excellent news. You would be a medical mystery if Imagine. it did. <laughs> Just kept going up and up and up. Yeah. No, they can't get lost inside you. Your vagina is a basically a blind end tube with your cervix at the end and there's no way a Nuvering could go through no, your cervix unless no it was like super dilated in the depths of labor or something yeah like exactly that, in which case you and things are coming them. out during yes, labor not exactly. going in <laughs> yes but the cervix has a very tight oz it's called which is like the entrance through through into the uterus and no a um a, a nuvering certainly could not make it through there where did you buy your nuvering i just went to um pharmacy yeah yeah so it's, you need a script mm-hmm. um and yeah i just went to my local pharmacy yeah did you ever have any pharmacies were like, no, we don't have that? <laughs> no, I didn't actually. Yeah. Yeah, I yeah. think it's pretty standard. Most of them have it. But as I said, it's just not on the PBS. So you can't get it for six bucks with your healthcare card, no, sadly. Sadly. <laughs> this very facetious question says, can you stretch it and wear it as a bracelet? <laughs> Look, you probably could, but I don't think it would be very reliable contraception-wise. No. Maybe this is why we're getting these high typical failure rates because people are using <laughs> oh, it shucks, as jewelry. That's right. That's what you did wrong. That's what I did wrong. Thought you were a nurse. Jeez. <laughs> yeah. No. I um. And I never tried that either. But I'm sure you could if mm. that was something that you know you really wanted to do. Yeah. How often do you have to get a new one? I feel like we've covered this a bit, but just to make yeah, it really so, clear. <laughs> You do three weeks, you take it out, have a period, seven days later, put a new one in. And it does yeah. – the ones that I was buying were packs of three. So yeah. you go three months. Yeah. Yeah. So just super clear, you do not reuse it. You use it for one cycle and then dispose of it. And then you use a new one for the next cycle. Yes. The last question, I currently have an implant on. How would I go about changing to the Nuva Ring? Do I need a break between the two? Basically, no. You don't need a, a break between contraceptives. No. <laughs> you can have the implant on taken out and the Nuvering put in and, yeah, follow all the normal steps, basically. It's actually better because we know say, you're definitely not pregnant if you've had an implant on in. Yeah, and it would be safer going from one to another, wouldn't it? Not having the crossover of not knowing. Like yeah, you, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. So, like so if you, you have covered? a break, yeah, yeah, then we have to be like, oh, could this person be pregnant? But if mm. you have it taken out and then start the nuvering, that's fine. But I would also say, why are you swapping from implant on to nuvering? The implant on so much more effective. Yeah. So think about it, sis. <laughs> I guess just to summarize, uh, the nuvering it's a, it's a type of combined hormonal contraception. It contains estrogen and progesterone. It's administered vaginally, so it goes inside the vagina where it should stay for three weeks. Uh, the main advantages are that you don't need to take a pill every day. You can control when you have a period. It can improve painful and heavy periods and acne, and it contains a lower dose of estrogen than most of the pills. 
and also it has a high theoretical efficacy. The disadvantages, unfortunately, of the Nuvering are that uh, it has a high typical failure rate use, 91%. It's not safe for absolutely everyone to use, so you need to talk to your doctor, obviously. And side effects can include discomfort, change in mood or libido, breast tenderness, nausea, headaches, all that stuff we mentioned before. There's also an increased risk in clotting, which may be relevant to you or it may not. It depends a little bit on your specific situation. If you're interested in accessing the Nuvering as a form of contraception, you can do this through your GP, family planning clinic, sexual health clinic. There's lots of places. Huge thank you, Renee, for joining Hi, me today. It's been I hope fun. that was helpful. It was. I've learned a lot. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, guys, if you have any questions or comments about what we've talked today, please feel free to chat about them in our Facebook group. Thanks, guys. Bye. You to You, You to Me, You to Us is a podcast for general discussion only. Nothing we talk about should be taken as personal medical advice and it does not substitute information or instructions given to you by your own doctor. If the podcast raises any questions or concerns for you, please see your GP, sexual health or family planning clinic. For general discussion, you can find us on Instagram and Facebook. And please, stop trusting strangers on the internet with your health. This podcast is a production of Simo Interactive, home of the My Millennial Money podcast. Podcast.